is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She is a queen. Thank you guys for joining another episode of the Q Chat Podcast. So today I have a very special guest. I have the Grammy-nominated singer and songwriter. I have the love king himself, Mr. Raheem Devon, a.k.a. Mr. Midnight. So how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you again so much for being on the show. So I'm just going to dive into it. So this is the Q Chat. It's a conversation that we have to for the queen. So I wanted to start it off with, so your first album, The Love Experience, which is one of my favorites, um, you have two singles on there, You and Guess Who Loves You More. With your songs and your albums, you have this common theme where you particularly dedicate everything to women, just as, you know, like, of course, with the song, You. So how important is it for you just to give that crown to the queens and all of your songs and in, in your music? Um, It's important. I feel like then it was, it was, it was, it's very important, and, and now it's just as important. You know, music has changed drastically since then and kind of went in another direction in terms of, like, there's a lot more records that I think that are not um, respectful of women, like, lyrically and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So even more so, you know, um, same reasons that I did it then, I do it now, you know. I mean, my, 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 in transparency, my mother and my grandmother, who's no longer living, but my mother's still living, like, those are the two women who I, on a day to day, had an example of what you know a strong woman, a strong black woman. Um, you know the beauty they exemplify, the strength, the strength they exemplify. You know trials and tribulations they go through as women. Like you know, I kind of saw all of that um, firsthand. So they were my, you know, kind of like the canvas or inspiration. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just, I just wanted to make sure that. And then I mean, uh, I can I just I just never want to be that I never wanted to be that dude that made records that like you know where I'm calling the women you know out of their name and stuff like that and it's like comfortably on the record and then like look my mother in the, in the face and give her like the the album like I just it just ain't never well with me like right. that some things I can separate now talking about records for the bedroom the sex or. That mm-hmm. type of thing, you know, um, I, that I can, you know, cause that's, that's, that's mother nature. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a normal thing. That's how I got here. But, right. you know, again, I'm not trying to make no music that I leave behind, you know, in terms of my, my legacy and my catalog that like, you know, my mom or my, my sons, you know, go back and listen to it and kind of think like, you know, that's how I was moving or it's cool for them to move like that because mm-hmm. we're, his dad said it, you know what I mean? So, right. probably pop up with sex tape, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, you mentioned legacy and legends. So, one of the main things I definitely wanted to ask you, of course, you have your new album, What a Time to Be in Love. So, mm-hmm. one of your first tracks was Marvin Used to Say. So, of course, Marvin Gaye, in my opinion, was like the godfather 
of merging, singing about love, love making, but also being socially conscious. So, uh-huh. you know, obviously last year was just a whirlwind, of course, and your album came out at such a unique time, you know, just for the world we were living in. Do you feel like you hold the torch to merge all of that, you know, just putting that spotlight on love, love making, and just having that socially conscious, you know, mind when you're making your music? I would probably never say that. I, I would probably never say that. My mother, I hold the torch, but it seems that way. Like, it probably, I mean, people saying, you know what I mean? There's definitely a lot of compares, comparisons there um, to me and Marvin. You know, um, the new video, Marvin, I, I have a video for Marvin used to say, which is actually going to be coming out, um, you know, to pay homage, you know, for his birthday. I'm going to drop that for his birthday. So, mm-hmm. um, so I've been holding it till then. It's pretty epic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I play him and I play Marvin Gaye in the video, so you know. Okay. okay. But uh, it's yeah. So it, it's, but uh, yeah. I mean, more so carrying carrying that torch that, that was already lit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. R and B musical Olympian. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely keeping the torch lit. Um, for and showing um, you know, my peers that there there are other artists who are doing the same thing, you know. Right. Um, they don't probably the recognition they deserve for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so definitely that's it's, it's with intention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With everything going on, do you find sometimes where you have to decide whether you want to really throw in that socially consciousness in your music? Like, do you find like, or do you find like there's a balance? You know, the hey, I'm gonna sing about love and everything. I think balance is important. You know. Um, First instant, it could probably have been a whole socially conscious record, but I don't know how that have been received. Like sometimes things are just a little too heavy, you know. So I think that that balance is important. I think that you have to understand as an artist, you can't be totally selfish as to what you want to put out because people people use it for a sense of escapism and a number of things. So uh, in that sense, it made me want to be more balanced and focused and making sure that. Um, like, am I making an album for me or am I making that something that's iconic that people can enjoy, you know, and trying to get a sense for what I feel like people need or what's missing from the game in the process. So, um, you know, and I, and I, and I feel like I have a formula that, that's worked, you know, and it's, and this continues to, to, to get better. I continue to get better at what I'm doing, which is also a goal, you know, to be consistent, but also get better in certain areas, you know, and it, it's, to experiment, you know, with, with the art form down, with the culture, and see what works and what doesn't work, and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm steering away a little bit from the music. So like I said, I know, like I feel like you definitely have that eye, that respect for women, as we discussed. So can you tell me a little bit about your Love Life Foundation? I mean, when I was hearing about it, I was like, I thought that was really amazing. So can you just tell me about how you decided to start that and the origin and everything? Um, I started it based on the fact that I had been called upon um, to do a number of things in my city related to domestic violence in particular. Um, and I feel like I could be more uh, of value to the community, um, black community and the community as a whole um, by having my own foundation. Um, since then, we've done numerous uh, uh, events. We started in 13, if I'm not mistaken. And 
you know, we, we, we found it since then. Some of the initial events we did were the Queen for a day spa takeovers where we take over salons and basically do these uh, events for women who are transitioning out of severe domestic violence situations. I did at least half the country with those. Mm-hmm. Went to the UN for, 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 for the topic as well as sex trafficking and child exploitation, you know, um, and, uh, so there's that, there's, is that aspect and it's also the component of, uh, feeding the homeless and those are the, those that are displaced and creating food banks, um, you know, in some cases in the city, you know, um, where people can pick up fresh produce and things of that nature, you know, um, so that's been, and that's, that's something we've done over the last few years. Um, even as recent as the beginning of the pandemic, um, where we, you know, we partnered with Alma um, Catering, who's uh, Alma's a sister that's here in my city. She's actually uh, just joined my board as well. Um, I'm, revamp- I'm in the middle of revamping the foundation, you know, trying to understand the virtual space and how we can still do the work uh, physically on the ground. But she she basically prepared meals at the crib and serviced them out to essential workers and first responders, you know, early during COVID um, for a lot of it. Families, you know, that, that work in the medical field, they couldn't go home after working over those long hours and exposing themselves to the virus potentially. Um, they had to quarantine, you know, either at work or, you know, hotel, stuff like that. So, um, it's been great working, you know, um, uh, with, 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 with her and the foundation and doing that. Uh, we also have a textbook scholarship fund, which is, kind of like covers the educational aspect, um, you know, where we've sent off a number of students off to college to pay for their first first year of, of you know, pay for their books and supplies for the first year of college. You know, some who graduated um, at this point and, you know, and, and went on to do great things and work workspace, whatever it is they majored in. Um, so those are just a few of the initiatives. Um, we had a, uh, a huge partnership with the AHF for the last few years, which is the AHF foundation um and they were a sponsor for an annual uh, christmas concert that we that we did um up until you know 2020 um before the pandemic okay that's amazing i commend you for that so speaking of covid so obviously covid had a huge impact on everyone and obviously artists and that nature because people couldn't tour things like that so i noticed just personally as a fan that you were doing a lot of lives starting last summer on ig so with your lives on ig do you feel like the pandemic you know I feel like the pandemic was kind of a blessing and a curse for people. Do you feel like the pandemic gave you an opportunity to connect more personally with fans, like with your lives and everything like that? Um, yeah, I always been connected to the fans though. What people what people experienced on on social media is what I always have done in person. Mm-hmm. So people who haven't had the opportunity to catch a show or experience that in per- person, they didn't understand that that's just who I am. It's been but it's always who I've been. In terms of like engaging with my audience and, you know, I'm at the meet and greets and, you know, giving hugs and signing merch and, you know, they, my fans are a big part of or or have been a big part of in the past, like the fundraising aspect of like, uh, in terms of foundation, in terms of like, you know, instead of me charging them, you know, for photos after the concert, it Basically, I would just take a photo. Fo- I would take a donation for a photo. Mm-hmm. 
So that's how we raise a lot of, you know, um, the finances to be, you know, do the scholarships, um, you know, toy drives, like all that type of thing. So the fans were involved directly in the, they, you know, part of the process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it, it definitely social media definitely makes it easier, but I do miss that personal touch or like, you know, after the show and, you know, standing out there for two, an hour, two, three, just, yeah. you know, depending on where I go on. If I'm, if I'm on a show and it's like, you know, I'm the headliner, um, I still come out after, you know, I, till they throw us out of the building or <laughs> what have you, or, you know, if I'm going on, um, you know, co-headlining the building going on before another act, then, you know, I'm in the lobby typically. Like, you know, if I go on first, depending on what it is and who's on the bill, like, you know, I would just make a habit of being in the audience afterwards. So even when I did the virtual concerts, um, you know, last year, I made it fun in a space where we do the virtual meeting greet after that. People that, 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 uh, you know, purchased a ticket virtually, I would go live with them and they get to get a picture after the show and that type of thing. Just keep that, that mindset of like, hey, this is what we do and we persevere and keep moving regardless. Right, right. So let's go back to a little bit. I had an interview with Benny Peel, a music exec, the other day, and I asked him a question about R&B music. Like, I'm an old head. I know, like, in the 80s, 90s, I feel like R&B was just, like, it was everywhere. So currently, do you think the state of R&B is a little different? I know I've heard a lot of debates where some people just think, oh, R&B is dying, it's different because of hip-hop. What's your take on the current state of R&B in the music world? I think R&B is a great space. You know, it's really about who you're listening to, who you're listening to, like you know how you go about getting your outsourcing and music. Um, there's a lot of different artists that are like out there that are dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, and indie artists, artists want to come up, um, new artists who are already established. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of great music out there. Like, mm-hmm. I was looking up, and that was kind of like, I, I know, just in case you end up saying like, well, who, I, I you know, <laughs> I got he, she, I didn't know that was coming next. So, that's <laughs> well, I don't put you on the spot though. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I do a, uh, I'm on the Clubhouse app. I do a uh, a slow jam show on Sundays at 10 p.m. East Coast Standard Time for Sage and Slow Jams. It's actually called Club Sage and Slow Jam. So for anybody that may be checking out this interview and um, wants to hang out with me on Sundays and maybe get on stage and say, hey, what's up, Ryan? Or I love what you're playing. Or, you know, sometimes I play exclusive music for myself that hasn't been released yet. Um, all kind of cool stuff, you know. Um, but I, but like um, as far as like new artists, like Victoria Monet is it's crazy dope. It's a... Um, Young man from my city, I won't call him a kid, you know, like make him son in him. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Rose, he's really dope. I'm, I'm excited to see what, what else he's got coming. Um, I mean, it's a lot of, um, um, Gene Noble, who, who's, who's really dope, who's been out, you know, for some time and songwriting, producing for other people, singing background for other artists. That's just a few of the people I'm, you know, I play, um, um, Van Jess, which is crazy. Uh, I love them. They're dope. I just discovered them recently. Um, 
you know, of course, Eric Billinger, who's been around for a while. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, uh, you know, I support the new, the new, the new wave. And those are just like new people on the, on the radar, like Xavier Omar and Sago. You know what I'm saying? Sir, BJ Chicago kid. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I came, I came out in, um, Ro James. Like, you know what I mean? I came out in 2005. So these are like the new, these are the, these are the cats now that are like, you know what I mean? Like holding it down. I mean, I discover new artists every day, you know, not mm-hmm. to mention Ari Lennox, who's incredible. Um, you know, of course, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine's been out for a while. Um, you know, I, I, I love what everybody's doing. I think, I think R&B is in a, is in a great space. I think that it's corporate America. Um, it's the corporate, corporate, you know, when we talk about like radio, terrestrial radio, um, and that thing that makes it a little confusing at times, you know, mm-hmm. um, opportunity for more spaces. The reality is there's way more artists than it is, um, radio space to, to, uh, not only break new artists and play new artists, you know, um, mm-hmm. you gotta maintain the space for the artists who just already been out and dropping music, you know, consistently like myself. So you have to look to other platforms and different ways to expose your music to the people now, you know? Right, right. So ironically, um, I just started a radio show and I have a second hour playlist and I literally play your songs like every single week and like the catalog is crazy. You know, it's like I'll sit down and pull a song. Like you said, you've been out since oh five and the love experience is something that I can throw on like now and it feels like it just came out yesterday. So speaking of, you know, consistency and being out since oh five, like what has motivated you? Because when I listen to like your body of work you know, from love connection, what it feels like. Just going back, it feels like stuff that just came out yesterday. It could be something that you came out with in 05, but it just feels so fresh. Like, what just keeps you motivated to keep coming out with all this fresh music? I mean, I, I, I studied the greats, man, and the greats never fell off. You know what I mean? They changed, they changed with the times. They were they were a student of the culture. And, and I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that they really love what they did. They were passionate about it. So that, those are, those same things apply to, to, to me. Like, I don't, I, I put the pressure on myself. So I never feel the pressure. If that makes sense. Like, I was in the studio last night. Like, I didn't really, not to say I didn't really want to be there, but I didn't know what I was necessarily going to go do. Like, sometimes I just go, just to go. Just to, just to stay, like, it's like going to the gym to practice, you know, my jump, you know what I mean? Like, I could have just chilled, but I went to the studio, and a lot of times when I go and I push myself, something great comes out, you know? I'm in a I'm in a space of creativity, though, now, when I'm kind of, like, listening to what's happening, finding a way to, um, to put myself directly in the mix, you know what I'm saying? Like, creatively, and, you know, um... I see things on Twitter or different, you know, outlets and people saying, yeah, I'm listening to, um, you know, whatever's happening, right, whatever's popping right now. And they mentioning me, you know, and it was letting me know, like, okay, like it's still, my name's still in the, uh, the conversation. Um, but it's, it's, it's fueled by, it's fueled by passion. Like I'm just passionate 
what I do. I enjoy it and I pride myself on making great music. And, and I just never want to be that dude to fall off. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, um, I do accept that I'm getting older. I understand that. You know what I mean? I think that that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of artists, mm-hmm. especially in the space that I'm in, you know, um, but for me, you know, I'm here to tell you, I don't know, I don't know how old you are, but like, you get in your forties, forty time, that's the best time of your life. You yeah, I'm forty three. Yeah, trust me, I know. But, yeah, so you already know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, that's the prime and the prime peak for real, for real. You know, and um for me, I have an advantage because I'm near. I, I didn't got there. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to like navigate through it and manifest it and understand and understand things now that I didn't know at twenty thirty. So but the pressure really is on is on my peers and the young peers. They got to get to that point, you know, because you can run out of gas. I've seen it happen, you know, um, mm-hmm. for a lot of different people, for a lot of different reasons, you know. Um, so, you know, I, t- I, I just try to stay inspired, you know, keep my nose clean, you know, um, making sure, you know, eating healthy, you know what I mean, that type of thing. Um you know, I never really been big on like, you know, drugs and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's, 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 it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride and still a lot to accomplish. Do. Right, right. I don't think you'll ever fall off. Like I said, I've been a fan for a long time and I'm not alone. <laughs> so, so I don't want to hold you too much longer. So one of my last questions is like, obviously you're the love king. AKA Mr. Midnight, like all your songs, like it really puts black love on the map. So how important is it for you to just put that spotlight on black love? Cause I feel like that's something that people don't realize. Like, Hey, we're not always fighting. We also love each other. So that, how important is it? That, that, that too is intentional. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, without getting too deep with it, like I went through a lot last year in a personal space and like as it relates to like matters of the heart and stuff like that. And I still was able to go and be able to step outside of, I mean, and, and what we had going on in the world and be to be able to step outside of myself and still be able to create something like that and package it in the body of work that lets me know that, you know, at the end of the day, my gift doesn't belong to me. Um, but it was given to me through the universe to be of service to the universe, be of service to people. And that's, and so, so the black love intent is, 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 it's intentional. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, whether I'm in love, married, um, divorced, single, whatever, right? I still, um, um, I feel obligated at this point, you know what I'm saying? And thankful, you know, to be able to be present, to be able to, um, still conjure up these these songs that work well in the bedroom and work well for walking down the aisle. You know, I I realized in the last 12 months that I create music for some of the most intimate and vulnerable moments that people have. Um, um, you know, with one another and with themselves. So, you know, um, it's a it's 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 like wow that's pretty cool you know what I mean right right 
So I don't want to hold you too much longer. So this is my last question. But first, before we get to it, I just want to thank you just for blessing the show. But thank you because, like I said, our show is for queens. So just for the love king himself, I just want to thank you just for always just putting black women on a pedestal too. I think that's something that, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Like, I feel like you really do put black queens on a pedestal. And I just want to definitely say I appreciate that. So I do end the show asking all the guests, how do you define a queen? But I have to ask the Love King to answer this question. And you've defined it quite a bit with your songs like Queen and You. But I have to ask you, the Love King, Raheem Devine, how do you define a queen? Um, Bossy, sassy, classy, um, educated, um, enlightened, uh, spiritual. Um, Renaissance woman, you know, y'all are incredible. Black women are black, you know, black, black girl magic is real. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, no, if y'all, if, you know, that's, I think that that's, that's, that's pretty much sums it up. If you had to look to songs and catalog, it would be like songs like Queen, Woman, Greatness, Black Girl Magic. Um, they don't make them like you no more. Um, I could go on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? I yes, got a, I Thank you so much. I got a lot of them, you know? Yeah, you do. Like <laughs> when I try and go through your catalog, like it's bananas. But like I said, thank you so much just for gracing this show. Thank you for blessing Queens and all your music. And I wish you all the luck. Please stay safe. But before we end everything, tell everyone, you know, how they can find your music. I know you have your new album that just came yeah. out last November. So give everybody all your information. Yeah, so the new album again is called What a Time to Be in Love. Um, it's available. Mr. Midnight singles doing well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where, where are you based? What city are you in? I'm in Louisiana, right outside of New Orleans. Shout out to Louisiana. Um, I'm sure they're going to be hearing it on the radio out there. Um, we, 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 we got the green light for ads and radio. So I'm looking to see this record. Um, Mr. Midnight hit the charts real heavy. Um, between now and, and May, um, I'm about to shoot a video for Motions and um, as well as a special occasion. So we got some more videos on the way. And then we also have a uh, video for Marvin used to say, which is coming out um, as well on Marvin's birthday. Um, I have a whole nother project that's coming tentatively in May, May slash June uh, with producer Apollo Brown out of Detroit. Um, Michigan, so you can listen out for that. The Lovesick app, um, yeah. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be major. I've been I've been playing samples of that on the live and and, and stuff like that. So that's coming, and I got something really big coming around. I think anticipate around September as well. I can't say what that is yet, but that's gonna be like a serious game changer. Ooh, yeah. good! I'm excited. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing readings for movies and stuff like that right now as well. Um, you can check out it's a film called Available Wife that I'm in. Um, it's available uh, online uh, as well as uh, um, Love.com. Both of those are available. You know, Love.com is on Netflix. Available Wife, you can see that through Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's on the All Black Network because I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All Black Network. And, um, you know, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Raheem underscore Devon. You can find me on Vivo, 
um, at vivo.com forward slash Raheem Devon, youtube.com forward slash Raheem Devon. And um, also, I am on the Clubhouse app at Raheem Devon. Make sure you join my club, Sage and Slow Gems. Awesome. Thank you so much. Many blessings to you. Stay safe and stay stay warm. And I'm looking forward to all your new projects coming up. And thank you again. There it is. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Q Chat Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Queen's Arrogance, LLC. Our company website is www.goqueen.com. Stay connected with us. Head over to www.goqueen.com for your self-love empowerment merchandise. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. That's Go Queen TV. And follow us on IG, the Q Chat underscore podcast. And I am underscore Go Queen. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central to 7 p.m. Central. Hits 107.3 The Beat. First hour, the Q Chat podcast. And the second hour, the Queen's custom playlist. Thank you for listening. Go Queen. No matter what stage you're in, go love yourself.